Welcome to Pigoted Podcast. Joining us today uh, is uh, Amanda Victoria. Hi. Hi. And comedian Rob Mulholland. Hi. Hello. How are you, Rob? Are you all right? I'm all right, mate. You've been getting shit off the internet, haven't you? Yeah, mate. I wound, I wound some people up. I heard that you, uh, I saw that you made a video on spaghetti bolognese and everyone was saying that you were shit and unfunny and boring. Yeah, like that was nothing to do with the spag ball video, though, unfortunately. It was the, it was the mumble rap fans that got annoyed at me. Do you know what mumble rap is? Uh, I'm going to guess. Yeah. So if I had to guess, it is a style of rap where enunciation is considered to be the devil. Yeah, basically. It's like it's like rap, but instead of rapping, they're just sort of like auto-tune going... About stuff. Like, and you can't really make out the lyrics. It's, like, it's terrible. I hate it. But like... You know. So, are you doing this an injustice on purpose because you personally don't like Bit it? Both, yeah, yeah. Like, but it is generally it's quite you know fairly maligned amongst a lot of like hip hop fans. It's not like I'm the only one okay. who doesn't like it. I feel like mumble rap is like a, a step below stutter rap. Do you oh, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like it's, it's a, a step below Scatman John. It, but but isn't mumbling an impediment? And isn't rap all about the way that you it say was. it? was. Now it's like, you know, and like the, their, their argument is just about like the, the sound, the vibe and stuff. And it's like, that's fine, but I don't like it. But basically, like, I, do a, I do a video series called Rob Reviews Everything. Someone requested that I review mumble rap. So I was like, all right. Yeah. Made this video gently taking the piss out of it, but gave it a positive review because I'm an old white man and I don't understand it, which is a good sign for music. So I yeah. gave it a good review. Oh, don't do this. I'm, I'm a white man, so I'm not allowed to have an opinion. No, no. I, like, that is very much the opinion of mumble rap fans, but no. Like, <laughs> they, they, they have made that very clear. But no, like, I was just like, so gently taking the piss out of the way. Anyway, they did not see the funny side of it and they have been furious for like two months now. Some subreddit yeah. found it and like millions of them been on absolutely everything I do commenting because really yeah mate like oh like think of the engagement baby well, this is it they've been so furious at me but like it's massively increased like the views on all my yeah. videos all the comments on everything you know YouTube doesn't know if the comments say that they hate me it just yeah. knows that I'm getting loads of comments I love the idea that mumble rap fans have been going around their daily lives furious going <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's all auto-tuned <laughs> but yeah they've just about calmed down so you know it'd be good to stoke them up a bit when this comes out again <laughs> why did people hate your spag ball video I don't think there's been any controversy about the spag ball video oh it's made a sp- it's made a spag ball subreddit a splash as long as you don't put carrots in it because that's I you can't put carrots in a spag ball okay so you I absolutely 100% do put carrots in a spag yeah. ball no you don't yes right. you do no you don't uh, so I, I actually it's enough that it, they cook properly that's your problem you don't want a crunchy big, yeah so big what you crunch. have to do is you have to sweat them off and a great way to do that is to use a uh, a, a glass of uh, red wine in order to sort of deglaze the plan when you brown the meat. Um, I made a spag bowl last night. It's one of my favourite things to make. But if you're making it properly, there's a very set specific way that like fucking nonnas say that you have to, you know, like Italian grandmother, like this is how you make a spaghetti bolognese well, and everything else is a wrong. See, I didn't even know if spaghetti bolognese was like a legit Italian thing or if it was just like, you know how like all curries are just Indian people going, oh, just make that for Yeah, but, but bolognese yeah. specifically, it, so the, yeah, the shit that you I get I know there's for, a place called Bologna. I know that's like, you know. Like, no, but that's not, <laughs> right. So, so, so you know the shit that you get in a jar, the yeah. Dolmio stuff, that yeah. is your 
equivalent of like and there's no carrots in there yeah it's it's not bolognese it's it's nothing it's like it's not it's red sauce it's it's just nothing it's that's the equivalent of indian takeaway chicken korma shit the proper ones well properly if you're doing it properly you should have uh a third beef mince a third pork mince and a third lamb mince but who can be fucking asked well, I, I do 100% corn mints. Okay, so immediately no. <laughs> so cardboard with tomatoes on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what as well? Corn mints is a fail in two respects. Number one, it's horrible. But number two, lentils would be a better shout. Like, they're, they're not, though. Like, I just, I, I no. Like, I, like, I might have a bit of, like, beans or lentil or whatever, but, like, corn mints is actually pretty good. Nah. The like, Greg's vegan sausage roll is amazing. Yeah, that's corn. That's absolutely good. I'd eat that over a proper sausage roll and Greg's. But do you know what is the thing about Greg's is that I don't trust the quality of their meat. Yeah. And so naturally I don't trust the quality of the non-meat either. You don't trust the meat. The non-meat's clearly better because it's not going to be like, you know, it's, you're much less likely to get food poisoning. No, that's not how my that's not yeah. how my brain works. Yeah, well, your brain doesn't work. That's the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really, I'm really fussy with food. I've said this know, loads yeah, of times yeah, yeah. before really picky in particular not and there's, portion size there's, there's certain stuff that I just will not eat I, I just can't bring myself to fucking root vegetables <laughs> salad you love this don't you because you go into it's almost like a call centre script where you go okay this is a certain point you could be a little in for a fat joke and I'm away yeah exactly it's dreadful dreadful I, uh, do you know what we're talking about today uh, I do yeah you, you messaged me about it this yeah. is going to be uh, fun this so we're talking about uh, slightly controversial issue this uh, whether or not uh, there are some things that the NHS should not provide for free oh okay this was not what you messaged me about <laughs> <laughs> I was on a very different vibe okay uh, yeah we changed it I can't remember if I All told right. you if I was changing it yeah. but we're going to do more debate style right, stuff that's fair. They, they, um, they, they, to be fair the NHS did refuse to give me my third penis reduction said after the first two it should be down to a Mr Mulholland level. we can't possibly reduce from one centimetre below we don't have the technology <laughs> there just isn't a microscope strong enough in the world um, but yeah obviously the NHS is something that I think is very do you know what's weird when you talk about the NHS in any way people if if you not not necessarily slag it off but if you um, offer ways for it to be improved, people lose their fucking mind. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, look, don't get me wrong, it's great, but it's not perfect. I feel like we should start this episode by banging a pan to show that we, <laughs> show that we care, just so we can get that, you know, Let's get that. all clap, yeah. why not? Do you remember on like the third, so the first time everyone went out, because obviously- genuinely quite moving yeah, the first clap. There's yeah. literally nothing else to do. There's well, nothing else it, to do. It was unprecedented and it was like this, it felt like this beautiful spontaneous thing. I got a little bit almost emotional because it was like everyone coming together for this thing. The second one- Then when it became clap for key workers, I'll do it from me. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it from the sofa. Third one, clap for kids. Get fucked. You've been oh side playing Fortnite. God, clap for kids. Was that the one where it was like they're not going to get a Christmas? Their yeah. childhood is difficult. We need to go outside and clap them. Like, what yeah. child would go? Well, that's better than an Xbox, you know. It's- 
I'm sure most of them were made up, weren't they? Because they're off school, they're not going, they're not doing anything. Life was like Riley for kids. Don't understand why you needed to clap for them. Oh like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> have six months off school and be a thick bastard. <laughs> yeah. Although you told me when I was ten, I could have a year off to play computer games. Yeah. I would have been fucking delighted. Although here's the thing, though, right? Is like you know when after your six week holiday at school. You remember that first week back where it was like, oh, dear God, this is the worst thing in the world. Because you're just not used to it. Yeah. Imagine after a year off. You're like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Mate, I've had, like, long bank holiday weekends where I couldn't fancy going back to work yeah, afterwards, yeah, yeah. let alone a year off going back to school. Well, you know, mask all day. You know, we were talking about the NHS um, not being perfect. I think uh-huh. that that's, you know, we all love it, but it's not perfect. Uh, there was a thing that came out this week I assume that you saw it, Rob. Amanda, you may not have seen it. I don't follow news. It like, is sorry. a uh, new thing set up by comedian colleagues. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. I've seen your video. Yeah. I think that's what you're, yeah, I've seen your video on it, but I haven't like watched it in the Yeah, news. it's yeah. Um, uh, c- comedians are now available. I can't even say it without laughing. Comedians are available on the NHS to treat trauma patients. Yeah. But why is it on the NHS when there's shitloads of it on the internet anyway? So why is it? <laughs> why is, is it? Fair like, point. Give them a fucking give Netflix free subscription. Wi-Fi, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, 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 let Virgin Media do twelve months free subscription for anyone who's depressed. You I tell you right. what, you'll, you'll get it. Although to be fair, if you are depressed, a Zoom comedy show is not the answer. <laughs> That's only going to make it fucking worse. I'll tell you. There was somebody who. Puts- like, what is the plan with this? Because I look, I, I saw the headline, rolled my eyes, and didn't bother reading the story, which I do yeah. a lot. So like, is is the idea comedy that, course? Oh, comedy course, yeah. right? No, okay. so the idea. Is I thought the, it was going to be like the Seinfeld episode, you know, when he goes try and cheer someone up who's in hospital and they're in a bed, miserable, and he's there doing his bits. No, I have watched one episode of Seinfeld, wasn't keen on it, and then stopped instantly. Right, that's real dumb. But anyway, we'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you about that at a separate yeah. occasion. Yeah. But um, yeah, but basically that is the, the point of the episode. Someone's like, oh, you're a comedian, go cheer up this guy who's ill. And you're just yeah. like, you know, he's miserable because he's ill. Yeah. Right, so it's a comedy course, so it's teaching them to do comedy rather yeah. than having so the whole idea. to them. The whole idea is like, listen, um, I've got lots of trauma because I've just come out of a violent domestic relationship and it's horrible and I can't see I can't see the good in anything. But thanks to the six week comedy course, I've got a really good five. You know yeah. what I mean? Now I get to go get gonged off on a Monday <laughs> night at the Frog and Bucket. <laughs> and every time that gong hits she flinches. It's all shit. <laughs> I don't think you can teach funny. I don't think and like there is that. I think if if you're depressed over you've been in a violent relationship, I think the only way you're going to get over that is to either be one a sarcastic twat. If you can teach that, yeah. like that gets you through things, or be do- have dark humour yeah. to sit there and tell knock knock jokes or to try and be funny in any other way yeah. would not work. It doesn't. It, it doesn't channel for me either. I mean, yeah. boxing classes maybe. You know. <laughs> yeah. At least next time you'll be able to fight back. <laughs> well, this is a lot. Of, you know. N- with stand-up comedy, I don't know if it makes that many more people, like that many people, happier. Well, this is another thing. <laughs> you know, how you many, go, like, hey, joyful comedians do you know? Hey, I know you're struggling with your trauma, uh, but we are going to indoctrinate you into a group of people who are well known for their positive mental health. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stand-up comedians. I think it's when you tell something that makes your life seem better. So say if you was to stand up and tell a like, terrible story about someone, yeah. I'd sit there, listen to it, laughing and go, well, at least I'm not them. I yeah. think that I think that's where it's more going to make you feel better. I don't think sitting there doing a course teaching someone how to tell a joke is going to get them the whole, any more happier than... The whole point behind it as well is that they're going, well, the thing is, 
is like it, it, it will teach you to laugh at your pain and it's like but it won't no you can either do that or you don't what it'll teach you is to slightly like package those like laughs in a different way rule like, of three that's what yeah, it'll teach you move the mic out your way like that sort of stuff that's not teaching you how to do that like you are right like you know dark humor can like I, I, that's how I process everything I like you know yeah but well, you well, kind of well, you either well. Innate, you either innately have that or you don't. I think that's just so. But you can what a comedy course can do is like very little to be honest. But it can sort of teach you just how to stand on stage. It's not really teaching you how to laugh at anything. So speaking yeah. of uh, dark humor, Amanda has one of the darkest senses of humor that I know. Excellent. And uh, I think that has been born about due to your personal circumstances. Yeah. And I've always been a bit like I can laugh at myself and. You know, you see someone fall over, you're gonna go. But um, through going through one I went through, the only way I got through that was making a joke out of it. It's because there's always, I think the best way is there's always someone where, so I can sit there and go, yeah, my situation was terrible, but at least I'm not. And so, that's an awful way to look yeah. at life. Well, it's a very funny way to look at life. Yeah, <laughs> like I might have gone through what I gone through, but you know, at least I'm not. Yeah, at a least midget. I'm not. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they're never getting better. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, they so, make money off that. Like, I don't so, make money off that. Only, only in December. Um, no, nah, so. you can throw one of them all year round. I don't worry about it. There's always so, that stag do money. So, yeah. There you go. So, uh, very quickly, for those of you, uh, those people that don't know what your situation is, what, what, what was your situation? Oh, God. Okay, so, uh, 18 years of age, I got a cyst on my chest that I would have had probably all my life, but only grew at 18. Um, I went into hospital constantly trying to see what was going on. No one knew what it was. Wisdom was like, don't know what's going on. I literally couldn't breathe. Um, my mum managed to go toe-to-toe with a fantastic surgeon, who I won't name because he's actually shit, and said, something's going on, it's fixing. And luckily enough, a Liverpool Art and Chest doctor was in Wiston at the right time, walked yeah. in and said, give me an x-rays. Or like house? Yeah. Just oh, that's amazing. Honestly, yeah. literally just walked in, went past me at x-rays. So they put the x-rays on the little light box and I remember being absolutely off my face on morphine, but I knew exactly what happened. And he stood there and went, what's that? Hugh Laurie, she's fucked. Yeah. So the Wiston doctors were kind of like, it's just like shadowing from her art maybe or the way we've done the test. And he went, no, it's not. Move her. Within 20 minutes, Liverpool Art and Chess knew I was coming. There was an ambulance coming to pick me up. They took me from there, told Wiston to basically go fuck themselves. We, they were taking me. They weren't happy with the, the, the care or anything. Wow. Yeah, I got transferred straight away, got introduced to my specialist who I've been under now for years. He literally walked in, grabbed my hand and went, we'll save you. That was wow. it. So I didn't know what was going on. My mum was in tears. My mum didn't know. It so was, you didn't know how serious it was? Well, like I couldn't breathe. So I knew something was serious. Like yeah, I was going right. blue at some point. You're either very ill or you're Freddy on a normal morning. <laughs> yeah. But like even, like me mum said, like all my life, I don't moan. I can moan about stupid stuff, but if I'm not well, I get on with it. If I'm sick, if I've got a cold, it is what it is. You just carry on. I couldn't, like, literally breathe. I was I had blue lips. I was in agony. My mum was like, something... Well done. <laughs> My mum was like, something's definitely, definitely wrong. They transferred me, and then they basically put me asleep for the, for, the, for a, a day. Yeah. Uh, spoke to my parents, turned around and said, she's got a massive cyst on a windpipe. This needs to go now. We're operating on it tomorrow. He brought in specialist surgeons for me, and everything on that day, the um, operation was about fifteen hours long. Removed it. Everything was fantastic. Woke me up and said, a "Week later, you'd have been dead." 
Thanks for that, love. Whoa. So they saved my life, like, literally there and then. But and you had one recently, didn't you, where... Um, so it, it it wasn't going great, and no. they gave you, was it a 20% chance? Yeah, so my sis kept coming back, and they put in an internal drain. So, because obviously you can only go in so many times, yeah. breaking ribs, so they put an internal drain in. Um, if you were a dog, you'd have been put down so long ago. God, like, you, made, you would not have made the end of the Grand National. <laughs> there would have been a, a big cloth and a shotgun. You, I'd have, if I was in the Grand National, I'd have shot myself. Right? <laughs> I, I, I'd have just fake jumped. I'd just, gone, just do well, it. I wanted to just go straight into the fence. Yeah, no, it was, it was terrible. The suicidal horses of the Grand National. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually I, just not been feeling myself recently. Well, don't tell me that now we're about to race. I don't even think I'd be useful as glue anymore. At this point, <laughs> I don't even even think you could take like meat off my leg as a horse and sell it it's that bad it's that bad yeah. but they put they, they put the drain and everything was going fantastic and then i had a situation where obviously i'm not good like good stuff but I, and then it got damaged and then this it didn't work so the cyst started to grow i ended up in hospital for 13 days and the tear in my windpipe had got worse and there was a constant hole with constant infections in. They were like, we don't know how we're gonna fix it. If we go in to fix it because the drain had been damaged and we knock that drain, you're gonna die on a table. We can't, Jesus. we can't, we don't know what we're gonna do. So you went, just leave it. It sounds awful, but just see if it, the, the like hole will close itself. Uh, so I had about a year waiting, it didn't. Yeah. I had constant infections. If I had cough blood up 24 seven, <laughs> I, yeah, that's not nice. I, w I was terrified to do anything, really. Yeah. Um, and then they, it was the 25th of September. I went in to see them and they went, we can't fix you. They took my situation to Leeds Hospital, specialists everywhere. They'd asked Americans, we can't, the, we, we've never, because the, the cyst I had, there's only been five people in the UK with it the type I had because wow. you can't operate on a windpipe you can't up here so you can do like you know trade okay. because mine's further down you can't the, the tissue it's made of you can't cut into there's Oof. no way to fix it you can't whatever so yeah 26 December we can't do nothing wait to die which wait to die yeah how old it, were you at this point 27 shit so when you Rock got to roll age to go though Oh, what? That is the one. That's when Jim Morrison died. 27 Club, isn't it? It's when all the oh, yeah. Died. Amy Winehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of wanted to live Jimmy a little Hendrix. bit longer. Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah. yeah. You'd have been very lucky. <laughs> I mean, you would have left probably, a beautiful yeah. corpse. Yeah, prob probably, to be fair. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, that's gnarly. Like, yeah. that's... It, it messes everything up. Like You contradict yourself so much. You get into this, this thought process of, okay, so is that... Um, do I just sit here now and just die? Do I wait to die? Yeah. Do I sit there and do a go, you know, like, fuck you, basically, and, and carry on? Do I do things that are more dramatic because I think, well, I might as well go out with a bang? You just, you, yeah. you don't know. And I was talking to Amanda at the time, and I dropped into um, uh, a conversation casually that there was, um, uh, you know, save your receipts because um, you know probably not making it till Christmas no 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 no, no. Oh, let's, let's, okay. let's put this one straight we no were on a Christmas live present with an extended warranty <laughs> <laughs> no we were on a live and he said something like which was a little bit mean so I shouted at him and said oh you're not being on my Christmas card this list this year the Christmas card list sorry and he replied as if you're making it till Christmas <laughs> So which I thought, you know what? That was actual comedy gold. So I went and got a jumper made of it. Amazing. I got a hoodie made saying, as if you'll make it till Christmas, and then put on the bottom, Freddie Quinn, which got recognised in Liverpool, by the way. 
Someone, <laughs> someone came up to me and went, is that Freddie Quinn, the comedian? Has he got jumpers? I went, no. <laughs> I am not rocking his merch. This is mine. That's I amazing. went, like, this is what but he said to me. What's great as well is that when she had a uh, operation, the uh, 20% you make it, 80% you don't, wore that. That's great. I yeah. wore that jumper. I, took, yeah, I, I wore the jumper. To so I have a load of nurses in a hospital somewhere who probably think I'm the biggest cunt going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a few. Not just one hospital. <laughs> yeah. There was a few. No, because a few asked, like, because with um, Corona and everything, I had to go into that operation on my own. Oh, and I had to go in the day before. Killer. Got tests done. So I'm sat there for 20... I got dropped off by my dad. I had to sit in a room with all screens around you because you had to be fully quarantined and safe and everything. With the like constant thought of this might be my last day on the planet, and all yeah. I'm looking at is plastic, polystyrene, yeah. with masks on. They can't even speak to you properly. Yeah. It it wasn't it wasn't a nice experience too. But I had the jumper well, on. And someone Chernobyl asked me. Melts. <laughs> yeah. But do you know what it is as well though? Is what I'm, this is one of the reasons that I wanted to definitely bring you on for this. Is obviously you've got like a very unique sort of story yeah. um, about what's happened to you. But with the NHS the way that it is at the moment and stretched the way that it is, you had a, a 20% chance of making it. Yeah. And you've made it. Yeah. That's great. What if you'd have had a 1% chance? I wouldn't have done it. You, but, so you, but I, you I don't have... think I should have done it now. So you, you don't think you should have done it full no, stop? No. Why? Because even though this operation was... This operation was a last ditch attempt and it was someone in Leeds who came up with this idea. It wasn't yeah. even my surgeon. the LGI? I have no idea. Ah, I don't right. really like when he talks to me. I just kind of there, there is relevance. I, I had a lot of mad magical stuff when I was in the LGR when I was a kid. I'll explain in a bit. But yeah. Oh yeah, you. Had, what did you have wrong with you? Oh, so I had I had a benign tumor on my spinal cord when I was a kid. So, yeah. uh, so it's not cancer, but similar. So it's yeah. not quite as aggressive. But like, um, so that happened when I was about eight, and like had just like a really uh, I had a weird pain inside my hip for ages. <laughs> didn't know what it was so it was years like you know a couple of years of testing and trying to work out what it was eventually found this tumor on my spinal cord major surgeries get rid of it and like uh, not quite as gnarly as yours i think i think i, was, I think i only did about eight hours so you know am, oh. amateur amateur yeah. bullshit so then, i then, sorry to interrupt i've known you for 10 years mm-hmm. i have never heard you use the word gnarly yeah. Twice in five minutes. There's been a lot of gnarly stuff happening today. To be fair, hasn't there? <laughs> right. It's okay. been like you know. There's been a, there's been like we're talking about a lot of gnarly stuff. Okay. Um. But yeah, like so. Then uh, then I was discharged, recovered from that, and then about a year and a half later, the pain came back. It turned out a microscopic bit of it had been missed. It had grown back. Yeah. And the second time. Jesus. The second time I went in for that surgery, like the first time, they sort of kept things away from me. I didn't really know what was going on. The second time, firstly, I knew what was going to happen and how horrible the recovery was going to be and all that. But the doctor as well, like I got I had, um, a different doctor come around to my normal surgeon to explain like the risks. And the previous surgery, he'd done it when I wasn't there. Bear in mind, I'm ten years old. Yeah. And he he explained it all next to me, and he went to my mum and like told her while I was there that the risks were way higher because it was a second surgery. Yeah. Talking about how high my risk of paralysis was and the fact that I might die and all this. And I'm 10 and I had no idea. First, first surgery, I'm like, it's a surgery. I'll be fine. I'll come out the other side. But I didn't really worry yeah. about it. Second time going in, I was like, I'm going to die. Yeah. And, yeah, it was and also like, as well, like if you were paralyzed, you'd look ridiculous in a wheelchair. Because you like, you're like six foot six. I'm, I'm six, seven, yeah. Six, how long a wheelchair <laughs> you'd have to get for me? 
I'd have to be one of those ones that elevates. Like, I'd have to have one of them. But yeah, like so obviously not to the same degree as yours, but I understand that like feeling of being like, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, as I was sat there the day before, like my surgeon came around and they changed the plan of my operation. Like, <laughs> well, like winging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, We had a plan. We've changed it. Don't worry about it. It's better. You'll be fine. But can you just sign this waiver for us? Yeah. Bear in mind, yeah. it was massive. And it listed all these things that could go wrong. Suffocation, this, that, blah, blah, blah. And then they put death. I shit you not. Death in capitals. So it was, it was <laughs> just written. Just to make sure you really know that. It was yeah. handwritten. He meant, obviously, you know, like the recovery time. You're going to wake up. You're going to have tubes in you, this, that, and you. You're going to have this. And then wrote it all down, all these things, you know, breathlessness for life, all this, okay, yeah, I can deal with that, I can deal with that. And then wrote death in capital letters. And obviously, Oof. you know, the obvious one, I was like, well, just pass me the fucking pen, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. I had signed about five different pieces of paper to say I couldn't yeah. see the NHS. Fucking hell. Yeah. And then I had to just sit there with a cup of tea, which was shit, by the way. Like, I mean, <laughs> could at least get you a proper beer. Get some Yorkshire like, gold in the no, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're on death row, you can order steak in. You can have my, you know, whatever you want is your last meal. Yeah, you know, yeah. I had the shittest microwave um, tomato pasta you've ever had in your life. It's a myth that though, you know. Yeah, it varies state by state, and there's there's very much limitations. On yeah, it. you can't so go. I'll have sixteen lobsters. Yeah, so go, some of them as well. Some of them just go. Look, this is what we've got in the back. Yeah. That's kind of what you can yeah. have. And the like, most commonly ordered thing apparently is KFC. Is it? Yeah, like look you know, at Jesus's Last Supper. Have you seen that picture? The whole yeah, Last yeah. Supper thing. It's pretty yeah. good spread. Yeah. But no, I had a microwave plate, and I'm thinking, if I die tomorrow, and this is the last shit I've had, I'm going to be more human than anything else. If they've, had, if they'd had microwaves in Galilee. There might have been a chance. Yeah, you know. Maybe. There's, um, I, I, I remember looking at a website once that showed loads of people's last meals and stuff, and some guy had like a single black olive. Yeah. And for me That's personally... That's the most refined way but, to go out. But also as well, for me personally, I look at that and I go, he defo did it. Do you know what I mean? Cause <laughs> oh, that's, that's a psycho. That's a, that's a psychotic that's a psycho. person. Yeah, 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 yeah. A single black... Not even 50 black olives, if you really like him. Just one. Imagine watching him in the cell opposite, just... <laughs> just suckling on a single <laughs> knowing that's the last thing he's going to eat Maybe on this he's just earth. trying to psych out the guards <laughs> just his last little like fuck it they're like what's with, what's with the olive and just never explain. it he's made it. a legacy you know look like we're talking about it yeah well, exactly yeah. He's, oh, he's, 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 he's made impact it's a way yeah. to go innit yeah. well look I mean I think that both of your operations should have been available on the NHS yeah I think, I think you're welcome I you're feel welcome. like I'm very glad mine was if it wasn't for like you know the NHS <laughs> if we had like an American style healthcare system my family would still be well bankrupt. Begun. Oh yeah, you'd you'd yeah. look like um, one of those like weird sort of like mutant people, you know, after yeah. like a post-apocalyptic blast yeah, yeah, yeah. where humans are disfigured and you've got this eight-foot-tall freak with a big fucking tumour on his well, back. Like, even, you know, like, I assume we would have, like, you know, worked out a way to get it gone, but, like, it would have been, like, the, the financial consequences would have destroyed my family, definitely. Like, yeah. destroyed us. Like, yeah, we, we my... never would have got out of poverty. I would have been completely fucked. But forever. there are some things, I think, that should absolutely not be available on the NHS. I think if it's your fault, deal with it. <laughs> Like, <laughs> right, in what way? In what way? Go. If you're stupid enough to be one of these people that start jumping from building to buildings or like you're seven. So any parkour injury. Yeah, if you're, if you're like seven and you just got a skateboard for Christmas and you try and do like a massive jump at the skate park and you've never been on one before and you break both your legs, deal with a kid because that's ridiculous. At age seven? Yeah. How, like, what do you mean deal with it? They can't walk it off. <laughs> I don't think the magic sponge is going to fucking cut it. Get yourself another skateboard and push your way around forever. Yeah. There you go. No, but I think 
in adults, right, a kids, I shouldn't have used the kids one. Adults, if you're stupid enough to be one of these people, like, you know, if you get absolutely smashed and think, oh, I'm going to climb to the top of this lamppost on a night out and, like, you know, tell some woman to get her tits out, then I think you deserve to have a broken leg for the rest of your life. Okay. If it's a medical thing that you can't control, then, yeah, you should. You should but, but if it's something that you... like, so, so any drunk injury yeah. should not be available. Any stupid injury. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, they do that in uh, in Amsterdam. Uh, if you smoke, like, fucking shitloads of weed and you whitey or whatever and your fucking mates ring an ambulance... <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's because you don't need an ambulance. Well, yeah, you but over here... You just need a glass of fizzy but, pop. But over here... They, there's, no, there's, no, there's no medical treatment to be given for smoking too much weed. That's why they're like, you're wasting our time. There's nothing to be done. You just need to wait a bit and you'll I be fine. I got treated terribly in the Royal... Right, on a night out, listen to this. I was on a night out, I came out of Pop World. I love it, don't care, sorry. Uh, came out of Pop World, I'd had two drinks, and I started coughing blood because of my injury. Yeah. Like, and this thing I had, I was sat on the steps, a taxi driver saw me, threw me in the back of a taxi, rushed me to the Royal, threw me out of the Royal and went, help her, quick. Something like she's, whatever, they thought I had alcohol poisoning. They ripped me tights off and everything. I was like, no, I'm trying to explain, but I couldn't breathe. Oh, Jesus. And nurses were coming in going, as if we haven't got enough to deal with. I was like, <sighs> check my blood alcohol levels. I'm not even drunk. And yeah. then when they realised and saw like the scar on my back, well, I would nice suggest that wouldn't be helped by a policy where if you are drunk or have an idiot injury, then you don't get NHS treatment. I think, you know, I think that's probably going to make that situation worse. But my cough and blood wasn't to do with drinking. Sure, but like, you know, you might not even get in the fucking hospital if they're like, we're, yeah, we're not treating not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely believe I think pretty much fucking everything should be totally free because the, as soon as you get into right, okay. like categorizing things, it causes more problems. Okay, uh, cosmetic surgery. Depends. It depends. If a burns victim, absolutely. Um, if someone has really deep seated psychological issues, perhaps if someone's trans. Okay. Okay. So, know. so I would say um, uh, the burns victim, yeah. fair enough. Because yes. yeah, I mean, yeah. aside from anything else, I don't want to look at that. Do you know what I mean? So- <laughs> Harsh. This is it, man. Do you not want a more attractive society? I think, I I think we should be giving out way more cosmetic surgery. We should yeah, be, have, we should a, be... have a tit job on us so I don't have to look at them fucking pancakes, darling. <laughs> Come on, have a bum lift. Have a bum lift so I'm not looking at that flat anus when it goes up the stairs. Wait, wait, like everyone should be offered a fucking gastric band like national service. Well, I think, with, so with regards to the gastric band thing, yeah. I think you should be allowed one of two. Right, yeah. but not both. Either the gastric band or the skin removal, but <laughs> no, not both. No, I think right, right, gastric bands, because like stuff like that, that massively saves the NHS money down the line. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the argument for it. But yeah. the argument against it is you're kind of sort of giving a green light to fat, greedy cunts, I was just you? about to say, if, you, if, you, if, if I sat here now and knew I could get a gastric band free on the NHS, watch me eat everything, that's I would not... That's a mental way to live. Though. <laughs> I yeah, don't but, think that's like how normal you, people no, think. You, right, so have you watched um, Thousand Pound Sisters yet? Yeah, Thousand Pound Sisters aren't normal people. They're not like representative of how most people are. I don't think, I genuinely don't believe if you said all gastric bands are free, most people wouldn't be like, oh, well, I'm going to get 600 pounds then brilliant it'll be a right laugh having a gastric band no no I know but most people won't need a gastric band just like yeah, yeah. most people won't need cosmetic surgery yeah but like if if you say it's free then it's open to abuse yeah but it already is it already is you know yeah, but- free and like the abuse is not something I'm worried about I don't I think it's a much more minor problem than the massive problem of the health issues 
You know what I mean? I think the abuse is overreported. But, but I mean, to... I but I do think that you have to. Okay, so with the gastric band thing, yeah. right? So my my stance is either we'll pay for the gastric band or we'll pay for the skin removal, mm-hmm. right? And then that way, if you lose the weight, then the skin removal is a nice reward. That's on us. There you go. Well done, good lad, right? Or the gastric band is right. Well, we've done that. So now you have to fucking, you know. I don't think you can, like, un- unless it's very extreme circumstances, I don't think you can get skin removal on the NHS for a start. Like, you know, like, it, it would have to be a very extreme case. Yeah, so you have to be, like, stripping like, over it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at that point, yeah. But if it's just, like, oh, I look a bit shit, then the NHS ain't doing shit about that. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, right. But what about, but, but, but you said um, yeah. uh, you plastic surgery. Hands, yeah. Everyone should be allowed to look. Yeah, like I was, I was joking. Oh, for a bit. yeah, no, okay. To be like, you know, dish out. But I do think there's a lot of cases where I think it's appropriate, you know, and I think that'd be fine. Like, I, I'm genuinely like, I, I'm really like, you know, when people are like, oh, foreign people are coming over to you to the NHS, I'm like, fucking great, let them have a go. Like, you know, uh, I, I'm like, I'm completely like, really, just fucking, yeah, genuinely. Really I think I think everyone should be able to get healthcare for basically everything for free. I think but, everyone but should if, have it, but everyone should have it like in their own countries as well. So it, that'd be yeah, ideal. But if they don't, but, I'm alright with them. But, but if you're a, if you're a resident of here, then you pay into it. So we all yeah. pay into it, and we all go. Well, if we ever need it, then we can have it. But yeah. if you're not a resident of here and you come over, then you shouldn't be allowed to use it for free if you haven't paid into it. No, uh, I just think I, like I think it, like, I say it's a much more like humanitarian issue. I'd rather someone was fixed than uh, the. the I'm not having fucking moment. some Frenchman come over here. Oh, uh-huh. re- I would like a smaller nose. That was the creepiest Frenchest guy <laughs> I've okay. ever seen in my life. Yeah, this isn't a situation that's happening though, man. This Je voudrais un tiny nostril. This isn't what we're talking about. It's not someone popping over for a nip and tuck. Yeah, I think if, if they've got genuine health issues, yeah. then yeah, fix them. No yeah. one, no one should die. No one should be left this to die. It. But don't be coming over and thinking, you know what? My right tit is not quite on level with the left, yeah. Oh, my no, country, I don't want to say lopsided tits about the place. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got lopsided tits. I know, I'm Every, yeah, yeah. But but sometimes it's noticeable and sometimes it's yeah, not. Yeah. But like, uh, I, I have learned that if a woman ever says, "Can you tell which one's bigger than don't the other?" Lie. Don't, oh, don't I lie. lie I lie. I go, no, absolutely not. We, oh, no, we like, own mirrors. We just yeah, want yeah. you to be liars, so we can go yeah, you're fucking mi- lying. My missus got hefty lefty. Hefty lefty. Hefty lefty. It's a little bit, you know, that's the. <laughs> Like a D cup and an A cup. <laughs> it's not quite to that degree, but you know, like, but like I don't know, like I just um, do. I, you I, know what? I would so be on board with like if it was ever a fashion statement for women to have one giant tits. Yeah, yeah. I would so be on board with that. Just yeah. one fucking. What about huge... one giant bollock then? Like let's all way ahead of you. Oh, I don't know about that one. Giant... Well, it's, no, it's less I feel likely unbalanced. to be a fashion issue because you're not really displaying bollocks in the same way. Uh, great, great trackies. Yes, oh, you do. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. you do. That's... Really? Yeah. Do you not look? Uh, other men's dicks in grey trackies. Yeah. No. Oh, you're missing out, Freddy. Can't lie to you. You are. No, I don't look at other men's penises. In, I, I save that for the urinals. <laughs> yeah, 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 we get a better view. If you want yeah. to look at a guy's dick, just wait till he's pissing. Do you know what? I um, This is going off topic. Uh, I was, where was I? I was somewhere out somewhere, right? And I was having a piss. And there was an old man who came up to have a piss next to me, right? And he had a piss right next to me, which, first of all, is 
faux pas number one. You don't piss right next to somebody when there's other fucking uh, urinals available. Yeah. But what what men usually do is they walk up to the urinal or urinal or whatever, and then they get their dick out and then they start pissing. Right. Yeah. But what this old man did, and he was about seventy, so how he doesn't know this, I don't know. He got his dick out whilst he was about four feet yeah. away from the yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, and this. the last four feet was just dick in hand. Yeah. Like, this this isn't an old guy not knowing. This is seventy year old men do not give a shit yeah. if you see their dick. Like, have you not been to? Well, I was about to say, have you not been to a gym? But <laughs> obviously not. Swimming but, baths. Yeah, there Swimming. you go. They do it they all just, the time. They just don't care. It's like you get to a certain point. It's just like, yeah, it's my dick. Who yeah. cares? Like you know. No one wants to suck it anymore. That is, it's th- just I'm just going to get it out. It like, is it's fine. very true that because when you're swimming, like men's changing rooms, it's all sort of open and stuff. And so, but but what happens is that there's almost like an unwritten rule that it's like, okay, I'm not going to hide my dick. I'm not going to go in a cubicle because the cubicles are the fucking refuge for the small penis man. That's what they you are, are. You are immediately going, I've got a micro dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's what an admission to, of defeat. So what you have to do... <laughs> wow. yeah, 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 you go, oh, I guess I'm going to have to go yeah. in the cubicle because yeah, I've got a really yeah, yeah, small yeah. penis. So you can't do that. You have to do it in the middle to be like, I've got a dick, and it's just you're normal sort of, size. You face your locker, you don't make a show of it, you know, you do the quick change of yeah. like, you whip the pants off, whip them back on, so all good. Use the towel as a way of sort of, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. or you can even, if you're clever, use the door of the locker as a way of kind of like shielding a little bit just so you can fucking have a little bit of privacy do you not have any uh, like asshole shame because this is something I, I think of I give a fuck if someone sees me bum out <laughs> no. I'll get your bum out now not now I'd bend now. over in the middle of the changing rooms and separate it <laughs> and just poof into people's faces couldn't give a fuck yeah, yeah no. I, th- I always think that's a major thing like obviously I'm not a bloke so I don't know but I think if you go into like a bloke's changing rooms you're like, you can all whip your dick out all dicks are different we all, we all get that but to me especially males who aren't comfortable with other males being too close to them or males that might fancy them or something like, like nah dick is definitely way more of a problem so, than so like, you've just, got it the wrong way around because like because all bum holes are kind of the same that's why it's not an issue yeah. but like dicks are wildly different it's a little bit like yeah. you know you're seeing your, your little bit of your secret personality also as well also as well no one's ever gone fucking hell Check out that guy over there. He's got a massive bum hole. Yeah, he's got a fucking. No, but you can't say there's not been one guy at the gym that's wanted to have a nose. It's true. It's true what they say about black guys, isn't it? Fucking huge bum holes. Huge bum holes. Um, no, but the thing is, though, is like... And it's not even about something like, you know, that you're worried, like, someone's going to look at your dick and be like, ooh, lovely. Like, I couldn't give a fuck. Like, if a gay guy, yeah, looked, yeah, yeah. If a gay guy looked at my dick and was like, ooh, I'd be fucking delighted. Oh, yeah. Be like, that's well, a I'll connoisseur be. who has appreciated my guts. Yeah. But, like, it's more he like... He came over like a sommelier yeah. with wine and was like... It's more like mm. you, you don't want to be the guy who's showing off your knob. It's just a bit weird. It's just a weird social situation. It's all it is. Yeah. It's not like, I don't know. I think there will be guys who are definitely are like, oh, I don't want it to be gay. But like, for me, it's just like a bit of an awkward situation rather than anything else. There's nothing to Yeah, yeah. If, if you're stood there with your dick out, then you are making a statement. Okay. <laughs> to other men. Yes. Yeah. And the statement that you are making is, do you know what it's like? It's like... Um, how the audience sees other people that sit at the front on comedy shows. Like, fucking hell, they're a bit confident, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? I'd never do that. I would never sit front row. It would never happen. But do you not think as well... if you had a dick, you wouldn't be the guy who's hanging it out in the changing rooms there. Because like, I did walk into my gym changing rooms last week and there was a dude who wasn't old enough to be doing this. He was like 30, just fucking hog out. 
But like he had a hammer and he was in really good shape. And so he's yeah. just showing. But like, why are you showing this off to me, mate? Although I've it seen like, it before where they've had their dick out and I've. Because you have to. Fuck. Your eyes go. Yeah. If the dick's out, I'm looking at it. Y- yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just kind of go. Oh, you can't uh, not look at a dick that's out in a room. I but I looked possible. at it. I looked at the dick and I was like, I would be in a cubicle. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, that, like, that's it. There are two types of people who whack the dick out, right? And it's either they've got a massive dick or a tiny dick. And like, no one in the middle. Yeah. Like, a massive dick, they're like, way, look at me, massive knob. And I yeah. think tiny dick guys are like, just don't give a shit. But sometimes <laughs> tiny dick guys have it out. With the energy of massive, massive dick yeah. guys. But I think that, like small dog syndrome. It's yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They actually, they, they actually separate the foreskin and start barking. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do know what you mean. Maybe it's just that thing of like the confidence sort of making up for the time. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's not the size. It's not the size of the. It's not the size of the cock in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the cock. Yeah. I um, think that stands with blokes though. What? Like. Not gonna go too much into it because people I know are gonna maybe watch this. Yeah. But I do. I don't think it really matters because there's people who I may know and I might have had drinks with. So may or might definitely didn't that, have. That aren't blessed and aren't blessed. Yeah, and they can do better job than blessed people. So yeah. maybe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So if I was could a that also with a be? Could that also be? Just sort of throwing this out there. Could that also be the guy with the small cock? Was he? quite more unattractive than the bloke with the big dick no he was wasn't he right no. okay the only reason that I asked that is because the bloke with the small dick was like to to him you might be his fucking Everest do you know what I mean so it might be like this is the best sh- this is the best woman I'm ever going to shag I have Everest. to really put it in <laughs> whereas with the guy with the big dick he's like Tuesday do you know what I mean? Well, it's more the thing like, of like I think guys with big dicks assume that they don't have to do much more. So like it's fucking that massive. is that is that yeah. is it. Really? Whereas like I've, they I've got think a perfectly if I normal just size dick, in. and I knew that I was going to have to learn some other techniques to facilitate it. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh. Like people with like big ones, think I'll just shove it in once. You're going to be made up, aren't you? It's like yeah. absolutely. Just, I'll just shove I, it unless in. It's, once. Unless it's got one of those bunny attachments, you're going to need to do a bit more with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just going like, to shove it in once, and you're going to be made up. No, yeah. they like the old. They could literally just put it in. Lie still and be like, you're loving that, aren't you? No, no, go. You can go home now. Yeah, because but, if you, like, if there's a really tasty-looking sandwich that's 12 inches meatball marinara and you just put it in your mouth, you don't go, oh, this is brilliant. Like, you need you need to eat it. Yeah, but small dick people... <laughs> no, it didn't. You're like, you really <laughs> thought you had something there. I wondered where like, that was going. that would be nice, putting a big sandwich in your mouth, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm just really hungry as well. About <laughs> I know, I what a fat cunt analogy that was. <laughs> so, like, you got a massive sandwich with cheese. Where was it? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work at all. I fucking pussied out of it halfway through. <laughs> I could see you losing faith in your own analogy as you were doing it. It was amazing. I'm uh, yeah, pretty sure we were meant to talk about the NHS. Well, oh yeah. yeah. So anyway, dick reductions on the NHS. What about a, what about a, a, like you know a dick enlargening no. procedure? No. No. Yeah. No. You, you need to pay for that. So so I honestly believe any cosmetic surgery you should have to pay for. If it's Katie Piper, do you think, what, she, sorry? Do you think Katie Piper should have had to pay for her cosmetic? No. Well, she can afford it, can't she? She can now. Yeah. And she wasn't getting those TV gigs if she didn't get the NHS. And to treatment. be fair, she wouldn't be getting those TV gigs if she did get the NHS. Like if if she got. F- like I was gonna say, fully fixed. Fucking hell! But you know what I mean. Like, like part of the reason that Katie Piper 
has the career that she had is sure, yeah. because you look at her and you go, fucking hell, she's, do you know what I mean? She's been through a lot. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, she's brave. Well, like, I, I think she's a perfect example of someone who definitely deserves an NHS. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I agree. I agree with that. So it's not so black and white. No, but right. if it's anything so, worth... if right. we start in there, we can get you to tit jobs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think that if it's something like that where it's like, Jesus wept. Someone's been attacked or mis- yeah, disfigured. Wasn't she yeah, like acid attack? Yeah, that's acid not attack. your fault. It's another yeah. thing. If it's not your fault, <laughs> then yeah. I think it's a bit... You, you get into a bit... Like, when, when you start going, is this your fault or not, you get into very dodgy territory. Yeah. Yeah. Like, anyone who's fat, any fucking... Because with the acid attack fucked. thing, you go, well, you did cheat on him. Yeah. Do you know what Any, I mean? any no, liver disease, this- did you drink any alcohol? You got lung cancer, did you smoke? You know, like, you can... You can put blame yeah. on like so many. But I don't really think there's a I don't territory. think there's a grey area with that. If if someone throws acid on my face, that's a lot different than me throwing acid and you go and listen, me dick's three centimetres, can you help me out? Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit it's a bit different. Sure, sure. But like it's just it's once you start making those value judgments of is this illness your fault or not, I think it's What about bit. right, so you know with cosmetic surgery, right? And I think that's the big the most contentious one, right? Is with something like that, if it's somebody who is, let's say, a normal-looking uh, woman, just a normal, solid um, five. Keep it relatable. Um, if it's a, it's Says a, the two. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, burned by a two. Um, uh, uh, so let's, you know, it's a normal, solid five. And it's like, I've always had a problem with my nose. And actually, it's got to the point where I can't leave the house. I can't work. I can't do anything because when I go out, people are looking at my nose. Yeah, but that person They're doesn't need that person nose. doesn't need a cosmetic surgery. They need therapy, and that yeah. should be on the NHS. That's a very different thing. Like that's the the problem still needs treating, but the problem isn't the nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that about all cosmetic surgery, all all cosmetic sure. surgery that isn't like you yeah, know. Yeah, I think that's I think that's probably true. Because I've never known anybody. In fact, I've known one person in my life that's had cosmetic surgery and gone. That's the one thing I needed to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So then I, I still think those people need treating, but the treatment needs to be different. Yeah. Yeah. I think the psychological problems obviously need what needs. So is there anything that you wouldn't put on the NHS? Anything at all? I'm trying to think. Like there might, there might well be, but like also like it's because of like how I look at like the, the government spending. When you look at like government spending, you have got to realise it isn't like a household budget. It isn't like the thing that we pay into and there's a big kitty and then it comes out. Sure. Of there. Government creates money. Like sure. that's how government money is spent, and they yeah. can literally just do that for the NHS. Yeah. And like. You know, maybe stop spending so much money on bombs. That's where yeah. I would like the money to be stopped. But yeah. at the same time, though, is like, I, I I do think that there has to be some stuff that you're responsible for with regards to your health because I think that there has to be. What an amazing shout from you! Of all I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. The least healthy man I have but, ever met. But I think that there has to be some consequence uh, for you maintaining a certain level of health. I, th- I think the unhealth that you get as a result is consequence enough. You know, if you're getting diabetes from your, your lifestyle, that is punishment yeah, enough, let alone you... there happens to be a financial penalty on top of that. But if you smoke 40 cigarettes a day, mm-hmm. every day, I mean, don't get me wrong with the tax that you've paid on cigarettes, you've, you've more the, than paid for your own it. treatment, this haven't you? This is it. Like, you know. But at the, same, at the same time, though, it's like, it's a bit much to be like, okay, fix this. And it's like, well, you've kind of not helped yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so what's the answer then? You just leave them to die? Because that's that's the alternative. 
I mean, that, that works for me. <laughs> you could have just left me to die. Like, I, I, honestly, I have took up surgeons' times that are could have been, and I can and I will say this, better used somewhere else. So yeah. the surgeons that worked on me are top cardiac surgeons. They could have been off that day operating on someone else who had a better chance of survival than what I did. I'm probably still not going to get to 80. Like my fix is not a fix. It's it's a temporary solution to keep me alive now. But it's not a it's not That's a forever. What all healthcare is, and it's only by degree. You know, like why is 80 the the goal? Like if you you know if you make it, it's it's yeah. Like we're all we're all going to die at some point. It's all essentially pointless when you look at it at that level. Like giving you more life is a definitely a worthwhile thing to do. But with like with that operation, I still could have had ten. Without that operation, I could have had ten years. Yeah, but what ten years would it have been a you know? It sounded like it was pretty horrible before. Yeah, that. It, it was. I, I couldn't have lived a normal life. But then at the same time, I I had the the, the battle of, do I go into this operation with a twenty percent chance and come out and have a longer life, or do I go into the operation? I could have died then, and then yeah, I could yeah. have lost six years with my kids. Yeah, so it, totally. that that was a that was a constant thing, and the amount of time I took up, like these specialists that are drawn a lot of money, do you know what I mean? And they deserve to be, they should be on more. But I'm taking up time to me that could have been used somewhere else for someone else. Like there could have been someone somewhere else that I'd say a a cancerous mass in their chest. Someone else that if they'd operated on them would fully survive with no risk. Yeah, but and when you say again, when you say better. fully survive, it, it, it's no one knows how long they've got, and I, I just don't think it's a value judgment you could make. And I think like with, like the the current, I don't know if it's fully like this, but how it, like my idea is just try and set, fix everything in everyone is you know would be the idea. Because I mean the I thing is yeah. as well is if you think down the way that you are thinking, there's nothing to say that that surgeon could go well. Do you know what? Fuck her because she's only got a twenty percent chance. And this over here, one with breast cancer, I know that if I fix her, there'll be a 100% chance. Yeah. That woman could get cured of breast cancer and then a yeah. week later get hit by a bus. Exactly. Totally true, but it, she it, it's... She could be a paedophile. It's a tr- it's a, <laughs> she could be. But it's it's a true fact that you do... <laughs> you could be enabling a new Ghislaine Maxwell with this well, surgery. Do you know what? That's a really interesting uh, way to sort of take the conversation as well, because... Does it matter what people have done, like how you treat them? No. Again, like I think, just it's got to be a blind system. It's got to be just everyone who comes in with anything gets treated because all the all the other alternatives are way worse. It's it's more like it, it costs more money to like filter more people. It makes it less efficient. It makes it like just everything about like separating it like that makes it worse. Would you um, do it with anti-vaxxers? So you know, people who are like I refuse to have the vaccine. No. Because there's not enough, like, there's not enough proof with stuff like that. There's not, you you aren't asking a whole entire world to just back what people are going, yeah, you, you're going to be sound. But surely a way to go around that would be, I right, okay, listen, right, so we uh, need you to have this vaccine so that you don't clog beds and stuff like that. If you don't want to have it, then that's fine. But if you end up needing hospital treatment, then you are going to have to give us some of the money towards that. Yeah, no, I th- I th- it's the same principle with everything. I think, no, like, just everyone for everything should be treated totally free. But then because, like, it's the yeah. same argument as someone going to you, you need to have a salad and a fucking jog. And if you have a heart condition, I think you should be fixed. But I don't have a heart condition. But if you're going to get something eventually mm. if you carry on your lifestyle forever. I don't know, mate. I'm having a sugar-free Red Bull right yeah. now. No, you might well get away with it. But what I mean is if someone is unhealthy in any way and it contributes yeah. to their ill health, 
I think like because like blame's so nebulous as well when you get back to it like that. Like who is causing that? Like are we looking at like the societal factors that got people addicted to cigarettes? Are we are we blaming you know, like when you look for blame, it's so hard to fucking pin down. Yeah. I think it's people are so complicated and society's so complicated. And I just think like having people untreated with medical issues is bad for all of us. And like I just I just, Yeah, I definitely wouldn't know. want to do that. I think the, it's the best thing we do, the NHS, and I think it's like the I think should do more of it but it is also um bloated with stuff that's nonsense yeah but I, I again i think where the problems are are sort of like misreported i don't think the big problem is loads of people going in for lip fillers no, i think but, the problem is massive but like funding for a but but also just pissing money away so for example i think it's really fucking tight the nhs now like the amount for of like example, efficiency though, drives they've but, had. but you say that but literally again like i say this week comedians helping trauma Sure. That shouldn't be. That that should not exist. Here's what should happen. Yeah. Someone should come to the office and say, listen, guys, uh, we want you to give us some money uh, so comedians can come and help trauma victims. And what should happen is the person in charge of the budget should go, never contact me again yeah. with that ridiculous like, idea. I haven't, I haven't read like, the full story because I assumed it would be one of these bollocks stories that always happens. Yeah. Is it an actual policy that is actually happening? It's actually happening. How many people are doing it? How, I don't know. How much but even if it's one, it's too many. Sure, but like it's, it's the kind of thing where the NHS might trial something and see if there are any results. But then how much it, money are you putting into trialing it, though? Well, how much money are you going to put into something to try you know what, do you to, know what, to, what if what like to play devil's advocate from their side what if you end up saving loads more money because rather than having someone constantly going through psychiatric treatment you've given this like weird intervention and it works is I it, can't that, see bro, like Brodo being empty now because because of a comedy course. I just can't. No, sure, I, I don't. I, I don't either. Personally, well, let's also, take let's like, take comedy out the it? let's take comedy out the equation because we're both comedians. We've yeah. kind of got a vested interest in it. What if it wasn't comedy? What if it was uh, uh, juggling? But like, I don't know if that works. You know, but like, it's not. It's there's nothing to say that it would. Like, I was depressed. Mm. And then you know, I started juggling, and then Look, I felt we've better. We've had juggling for years. This is this, this is where I would sit on it. I would go, well, we've had juggling for centuries and centuries, and you know what? It's not cured anyone up to now. No yeah. one's no one's been depressed, picked up three balls, and gone, hey! It's <laughs> so why is it going to start now? Just because you put BBC News in front of it? I don't think it's this is a, this is a comment that somebody put on Facebook that I thought was the best thing ever about it, right? Uh, prescribing comedy classes so people can essentially humiliate themselves performing at terrible open mic nights is an irresponsible use of limited funding. Far cheaper and more effective to prescribe a couple of boxes of paracetamol so if someone wants to self-harm as a way of relieving suffering, they can do it away from other people and not inflict their misery on an unsuspecting audience of two people who then might need additional government-funded therapy as a result. Do you know what? Slab. Out of that full comments the one thing that pisses me off the most is why prescribe policies you can't don't prescribe policies more because it costs the nhs like seven pounds something right yeah. it's 23p in home and bargain or home bargains yeah, yeah, sorry yeah. i'm scouts. what yeah no it's yeah. true because they've got to buy it through with yeah. like through they have contracted supplies it's where the, it's where like the modern nhs is like fucked in a lot of ways it's just like because there's a, the sort of stealth privatization of it so there are certain providers that are contracted have to sell medicines to the nhs like a bureaucracy like yeah. for, for ales so this this is <laughs> honestly yeah. Yes. yeah it totally is so it's, it's like, a great way of looking yeah, at it it's like, yeah, why's it's like, my paracetamol got wainwrights on it yeah. <laughs> so like yeah but like that's that's um that's where like 
NHS privatisation comes into it and fucks it in a way, you know, like so. So you, th- so it costs them seven quid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, wh- I don't know how much a prescription is now because I haven't had a prescription for ages. But, but yeah, however they, much it is, that's, they, they cost yeah. way more than like market value for them. To wow. Get so now if you go, they'll go just get some paracetamol over the counter because yeah. it's going to cost you say what twenty lp. But yeah, if you go and got, get like paracetamol on prescription, it costs you like eight pounds something for your prescription. Fucking. Well, like, even so that's what's wrong with that comment. Free, it costs the NHS a shitload. Do you know yeah. what I had a uh, thing? Recently, it's not NHS. I just went to the pharmacy. I was literally going past the pharmacy, and I was like, oh, "I need to go in and talk to these people." So I went in, and I was like, "I, um, I have got gross. Well, no, not a rash, but probably even more you, grotesque you than that." Are gross? You've used the um, <laughs> Yeah, I went in and went, "I am gross," and they went, "Yes." Yeah, there's not much we can do. Um, uh, uh, I said, "Look, I've got this gross, like fungal nail infection on my toenails, and it's just, it's like gross fungal shit." I've got and I'm the fungal nails, mate. Yeah. And I was like, "I'm just ignoring it," but like, I imagine that that's not the best thing to do long term. And they were like, oh, right, okay, you can get some fucking curing ale. And I was like, all right, okay. And then they went, all right, it's uh, 34 quid. And I was like, what? And they went, yeah, that's how much this costs. And I went, that is expensive for something that is a cosmetic problem that I don't really look at. And they went, just get some tea tree oil. And you I don't went, even need that salt water, like hot, hot water with salt in. Really? Yeah. Well, I got some tea tree oil, cured it right up. Yeah. Just little, honestly, like... 80p dabbed it on my fucking do you not think this is like this with razors I know this is completely off topic right but men's razors and I can like ask you because you're both obviously both male uh-huh. you- and both uh, avid shavers well, not, not obviously yeah, actually please so you're not obviously both beards <laughs> but all these massive like adverts and this for like Mac 3 Turbo and they charge like 15 20 pounds for this it's a fucking razor yeah like stop and I think it's the same like with medicines that's not just men though is it your fucking Venus yeah 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 I think it's more slightly obvious for for male razors though on like beard trimmers and all these like fantastic things well the way they market razors as well like with, with women it's like comfort Elegance, yeah. smoothness. Have you well, ever watched a woman shave her legs? There's fuck all elegance well, about it. This She's is got it. foot on the sink. She's like bent well, over. The way that they market it with men, they go big, fast, yeah. strong. Awesome. The one that annoys me the most is like fucking shower gel. Like women get to smell of like lavender or fruit or something nice, and we just get like cool sport. You what the fuck does cool sport yeah. smell of, mate? You get tingly balls though. Yeah, that's not nice. It's not that, great. That, that, mint, that mint sauce is not a pleasant experience. Oh, I thought he's liked it. No, no not really. Yeah. It's no, a it's weird sort of... Hor- the first time I used that, I was deeply upset. Uh, <laughs> I felt it's, violated. It's a weird sort of thing. It's not sexually uh, arousing. No. no, it's horrible. I, I did not enjoy it. Like, I did not a, want my balls to be that hot. coated finger of it up your arsehole, it's nice. But aside from that... Listen, what you do when the shower's up to you. That's what we all do. That's what we all do when we're checking out to this bubbles. That's what we all do. I, is that um, what actually happens in the changing rooms? Is yeah. That's it? what yeah, happens. Yeah, okay. it's, it's an extreme version of a wet willy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't you rather that than an actual wet willy? So let's. No, no, I'd much rather have a wet willy. I think with men's shower uh, shampoo as well, it's like um, there's a lot of coffee smells that comes through now, like, you know, like Alpacine coffee. It's like, I don't well, that, that's coffee. caffeine to stop you going it, bald. Oh, right. The idea okay. is the caffeine stimulates your head. Oh, right, I think it's the smell of coffee. No, it's not so you smell of oh coffee, you just walking past you, mm, Arabica. Yeah, you, you want know. to wander around smelling like a fucking barista. Do you know what I use? And I don't even give a fuck. I use Lush. Yeah. Yeah? Not arse. Treat yourself? Yeah, why not? 
Yeah, like, I'll have a fruity shower gel. I'm not like confined by the gender they put onto a shower gel. Like my masculinity is not so fragile. I'll just go have a lovely like you know moisturising vanilla or something. You know. Yeah, I don't mind that either as well. And I feel me. I feel sorry for those guys that are, are like. Are you firm believers that one shower gel does everything? Uh. I no, am, no, yes. like I'm, I'm actually like I'm, I'm, I'm way more like finicky with stuff like that than you'd think. Like I've got, I've got, uh, like I'll, you know, I'll use a shower gel, head shampoo, face scrub, beard shampoo. I've got all the different gear. Like you just one bottle everything, then yeah. Yes. Sounds. So I um, three in one go. I use a particular lush uh, shampoo uh, shower gel thing, and I start peddling it. You might get it. Sponsor. Oh, from Lush. Get, get a yeah. Lush black yeah. card. I'm sure. I'm sure Lush with their ethic, uh, with their ethics, will yeah. really want to play. <laughs> Not if sure. you're listening, can we have a lifetime supply of whatever he washes his balls with, please? And to be honest with you, if it meant better shampoos, I would quite happily let them test on animals. I wouldn't be asked at all. Wouldn't be asked at all. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a different lane, but you know. I think you can imagine what I'm going to say as a vegetarian to that. <laughs> Do you not like animal testing? <laughs> not not uh, for medicine. I think it's a different thing. To, uh, uh, so, so we can kill a rat with a jab, but we can't, like, you know, put some shampoo on it on an orangutan. Is that where we're going? Yeah. Well, uh, also as well, yeah. there's okay. like the also, end... also as well, there's loads of rats and there's like three orangutans. Yeah, and also like the end goal of that jab for the rat, I assume, isn't to just try and kill it. It's to try and cure a disease, whereas not just, you know, get a lovely new flavour of shampoo. Those are very different objectives, I would say. Are there any medicines tested on animals that you wouldn't approve of? So well, if, for example, um... there was like, a, I don't know. Hormones. Fake time, fake time. Not a medicine. Like, like, what, what condition? Like, what Michael Jackson's had? Like, that's what you need to fake time. Also, as well, why would you test that on a rat or a mouse? I don't, well, like, I think that you know they do test that sort of stuff on animals. See if it like burns the skin. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure there might be like it's an interesting one because it would, it would have, like that would come to a case by case. I think like there might well be something that where the condition was so minor and the tr- the test was so harsh. I would think it yeah would what about like alopecia not alopecia but like male pattern baldness yeah and no, they that, were developing a- to me just fucking like grow up be bald you know like oh so that shouldn't be available should that be available uh, the I think it's subject Again, to what there might be there feel? might be a specific case in which yeah but like you know uh, in general no but like, there might be a specific case I can't right. think of a single possible way I can't but that doesn't mean it wouldn't exist is even like alopecia or something like that yeah uh, I mean, you don't get wigs no, on the NHS, do you? I think you can, yeah. You can. Yeah, can you? Can you? Yeah. yeah, and I think that's, that's a nice thing, you know, like, because it's not like, you know, uh, it, in the scale of, like, investments of the NHS, a wig compared with the cost of surgery is yeah. fuck all. And if you can drastically improve someone's quality of life, then I think that's a good thing to do. But I think what they should do is, like, the wig should be available, but someone you don't like gets to pick it. <laughs> no, I think it should be the other way around. You get to pick whose hair you have. <laughs> So like that bitch is giving me a fucking crown. <laughs> oh right, you meant someone like ex- ex- existing in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, you can just be like that nurse. I'd <laughs> call in sick. Just every, every, all the dinner ladies are bald as fuck in the hospital <laughs> dishing out stuff. Bald janitor walks past. <laughs> <laughs> And then the NHS would be fucked because no one would go to work. That is true, yeah. If you had a risk of losing your barnet every day. I wouldn't be there. Right. It's uh, fucked at the moment because of the staffing crisis, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, with the, the Omnicron. 
Well, just in general. Yeah. In general, they can't get people to do it. Well, like, you know, who's fucking signing up for that job at the moment? I think, you know, it's like, it's like signing up uh, for the Territorial Army when the Iraq War was on. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait yeah, yeah. out a bit, mate. You're not having a weekend on a zip line at the moment, are you? You're yeah. going to fucking Baghdad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same we're getting in the NHS right now, and it doesn't look appealing. Wages are low. The, the, it's an incredibly hard job. Like, the, the conditions they're working in are terrible. Like, I do think it's like... Uh, genuinely like heroic to be like to be a nurse is insanely because you're not yeah. getting any fucking reward are you? yeah as a doctor you might get paid well at least if you're a nurse you, you... yeah there is a level of heroism in the in, in fact it's probably the definition of heroism for you to be like there's nothing in this for me mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like like totally i'm totally altruistic pretty much specifically doing it for other people yeah yeah, I couldn't do it. I, could, oh, no. I, I also couldn't be like a, a any caregiver at all. Well, no, because you don't care. No, I don't at all. <laughs> this is it. At all. You're like, get out. What do you need a fucking walking bath for, you lazy old bitch? Come on, get up. <laughs> I'm not doing your shopping for you. Come on, get down, Morrison's. Do you know what? My dog, when he needs a piss and he goes around the table, I'm like, oh, again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Well, imagine that with a human, with someone's gran. <laughs> I've got to wipe your ass again, have I? Oh, I wouldn't do you it. You shouldn't have had that chilli last night. That's your own fault. Oh, mate, I'd be fucking fuming. <laughs> be fucking fuming. No, I'm not doing it. If you, All you're going to eat is super noodles. <laughs> well, what are you going to do if you when you get that old and you need your ass wiping, then what? So, first Back of all, um, me and get dead old are two things yeah, that yeah, I've... Yeah. Never really had to worry about. I think I'm live slow, die young, and leave an ugly corpse. <laughs> leave a big fat bloated corpse to the ground. By the way, I'm not being a fucking pallbearer unless you get a lot of other very strong blokes to help us out. Oh, do you know what? I'm gonna my pallbearer, uh, like my pallbearers are gonna be you and all Adam of, all of the most crippled people I know. Like all of the like comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get Jack Carroll, Lost Voice Guy, <laughs> Tim Renko, and you. Right, brilliant. Uh, Just to see what it's like as well, because you'll be doing a lot of heavy lifting like I would if that was a comedy bill. <laughs> no, I, I, like, I like all them. I'm joking. Fucking Lord above. <laughs> Lord above. But yeah, caregivers and stuff like that. Like the whole fucking, like I've had to go around and see Janice and she's 94 and she screams racial abuse in my face. And I am a Filipino maid, you know, Filipino maid, Filipino uh, person. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, she just screams at me and tells me to go back to my own country. And then I have to wipe her ass and then I have to make her dinner and then I have to make sure she's comfortable. And then I have to do that another eight times in the day. It's like, I just couldn't fucking do it. Yeah, no, like, I, I couldn't either. But, you know, more power to the people who do. Thankfully. You have been in a nursing home? I've been, yeah, like, I used to visit my uh, great-gran in a <gasps> You have been in a hospice? Yeah, I have, yeah. Oh, they are the fucking worst, aren't they? Yeah, I don't think anyone's like, you know what's great? Hospices. <laughs> you, know what, you know where I love hanging out on a weekend? Fuck going out to bars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down to St. Michael's. 
<laughs> to be fair though, there is an amazing hospice in Harrogate that's like so beautiful. Like my old of course, work, it's Harrogate. Well, yeah, this is it. My old work was like right next door to it, and like you know, it's like a beautiful, amazing scenery. But we just see like you know, sad people walking around with people who clearly didn't have long life. It was a bit of a bummer, to be honest. You yeah, yeah. Out yeah. the window while I was in the middle of my shitty sales job. But I couldn't do it because you've got to, you've got to care for those people. Yeah, right? you've got to have that compassion. But also as well, in order for you to make that like. In order for you to get through that job, you have to develop the wall to not care. Do you know what I mean? I had to do that to myself. Yeah. How do you mean? I had to not care like about me. Like when, like when, when you hear that whole like, oh, you might not be here soon, or you've got weeks, or you've got, m-, you have to literally just go. Not asked. Sounds happens. It happens. You, you've got to have that not care, and then wow. someone can say something to you, and you're just like, yeah, I would have people who knew about my situation coming up to me and go, oh, and your dad's sad though. Like, what if it's like next week? Like, what if I never see you again? I'd be like, I'm sad. Shit. Just don't see you then, do I? What do you want me yeah. to do? Like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, he has some sort of like acceptance on that yeah. level, I think. You just yeah. gotta like, accept to not be asked. Would you do I'll like, change you. you know when you see those, those every once in a while, they do like stories of like children or whatever who have like one in a million syndrome or whatever. Yeah. And the doctors are like, we don't know what we're going to do with this anymore. Do you know, like, like we don't know how this is. Like, it's baffled us. Do you know what I mean? Like, look, we can either keep your child alive on uh, all of this equipment, and it's just like is is alive, but they ain't gonna be alive. They're just gonna yeah. be there. Yeah. Like, or we can, you know, turn it off. Yeah, we can just. Get rid. Pretend it never happened. You can switch mine off. Look the other day. Look the other way. Well, would you want to be switched off? Yeah, definitely. I got given that. Like <gasps> when no. Like, Shut the fuck up. Really? In, that, in the last operation I had, but they turned on and said like when I came out, there was a high possibility that I'd be put into an induced coma if I couldn't breathe for myself. So if I didn't basically die on the table, but when they tried to bring me around, if I didn't breathe properly, which was a high possibility, they'd put me into an induced coma and they'd keep me breathing. And then it would be a case of it would be my parents' decision to go. Yeah, on it. Like you're gonna have to turn it off now because I'm never gonna breathe. I'm never gonna breathe by myself. But te- I'm technically still alive, and that's yeah. the NHS part of. And I hate it. So them. they're not allowed to say to like, they're not allowed to just go. Well, the Hippocratic oath is they've got to try and you know cure everyone and try and keep everyone yeah, who can't is alive leave, alive. Yeah. You can't. Like, they, they they can't. You know, it's do no harm as but, well. They can't turn you off. But yeah. is that living though? No, it's not. It's not being alive. It's being alive this insofar as your heart's beating. But like when, if I'd have woke up and took my my first breath myself and would have gone, <gasps> and no, they have the duty of care to go keep it alive. Blah, 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 yeah. Do whatever they've got to do to keep me alive. But then after they kept got me to a stable point, go to my parents. She's not going to breathe by herself, so I have to turn it off. Fuck. And my mum and dad could have gone now, nah, you know. Yeah. So what? Because there's a chance she could heal. So what? I mean, did you say to your mum and dad? Turn me off. Turn me off. Yeah. yeah. And were they all right with that? One was, one wasn't. <gasps> really? So and they aren't together. The the divorce. They don't speak. So that would be a fun. But both would have full rights. What a to... fucking movie that would be. See, I, see, I didn't. That's speak... a great movie. That's a Kramer versus Kramer sort of thing. Yeah. You know, like I didn't speak to my dad case. for years. Like we fell out. We wow. we only got speaking because my mum got in contact with him and said. Yeah. She's there's a good chance she's not going to make this operation. Wow. You need to speak to her. So he got in contact with me and I told him everything. And me dad was on full thing of you want it off, we turn it off. And my mum went, nope. 
What? Not doing it. So why did your mum say no if you don't mind me asking? What was her look? Probably wanted, didn't want a daughter to die. But it's, it's, it, I don't think it was more <laughs> so didn't want. I think it was more because it's been because so, my mum's been there for for everything because yeah. she was there constantly. I mean, like my dad wasn't. She's seen a lot. She's seen the constant fights. She's seen the recoveries. Yeah. She's seen the struggles. She's seen everything. And I've always got through it. And I think it, yeah. she's got the, the impression that. You might not be able to breathe now, but you might in a week. Yeah. Go on, like heal. You've already made the pretty tough stuff to like get through it, you know. Yeah. It's I on, people say that to me, and I I, I don't see it as an, an an insult. I see it as an insult to the doctors. It's not me. I didn't save me. I didn't do anything special. I lay there. Yeah, sure. But I mean, like, treated. I mean, just at some point, like in your body, there is something tough that has got through it. You know, it's not some a conscious thing you've done because it's no, not like I, you choose to. Like I I kind of give up. Like yeah. the third, because I've had this operation, this is the fourth time was this one. Mm. I kind of gave up before it because I got told there was yeah. nothing you can do. And even this operation, it's not a full fix. I think what Rob's trying to say is that you're very brave. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to make very clear. No, if you'd have seen, if you'd have seen the state of me before I went in for that operation, I was not brave yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you'd be fucking cacking yourself. Yeah, yeah. I got took by a porters into this one room and there was a countless machine. I can't even tell you how many machines were in this room. And if there was loads, and I seen all the surgeons, and there was a full team, ones I'd never even met yet, people from Leeds and everything, and the room was chocker. And like the and the, the generally not a good sign for a surgery. If all the doctors are interested in what's going on, you're having yeah. something fucked up. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like comedians. Yeah, yeah you want to go watch <laughs> someone bombing, don't yeah. you? Basically, you want to watch someone die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Oh well, my god! I knew they shouldn't let so many stag do's in. <laughs> show, mine was oh, there's a what? fucking end party with a blow up dick at the oh, front. They're there. always trouble out there. Gonna be my, my, my thing was actually recorded. That's now used in universities and stuff. Hey. They wouldn't give it to me because apparently it's traumatizing. I'm like, hang on, you're in yeah. my side, mate. Like, can I have it? Well, you know, I you, know, get a copy. Uh, you know, a little sidetrack for Freddie. You know, Will Hutchby used to be a comedian. Yeah, he's a videographer. He filmed stuff for us. Yeah, that's his job. Now he films like mad surgeries for the NHS. Really? That's what he does, yeah, yeah. Mate, he told me a gnarly story about a guy like, this guy had a huge swelling around his pubis. They didn't really know what it was. So they got him under and they cut into it and it just exploded with pus and like covered Will and like covered the wall, all this, it just went bang. What color was the pus? Brown, oh, purple, green, just like, he said it was the worst thing he's ever smelled. Like everyone started throwing no, up. They don't. had to just like leave. Wow. Yeah, so that's his job. But 250 quid. That's not going on. You should start a YouTube channel. That's not going on, lad Bible, that is it. It's just not. With Dr. Pimple Popper, extreme version. Oh, God. Do you know what? All fucking, like... All hospital stuff makes me fucking bleh. Yeah, I'm, b I'm bad with it, man. I'm really phobic of needles, like injections. I don't like the smell of hospitals. It's all just like going back to me being a kid and being in them loads. Do you know what's really interesting is, is I was talking to you about your phobia of needles yeah. and I could never understand why somebody would be afraid of needles. And then you said it and I went, Oh, I understand now. Yeah. So you was like, oh, I don't like the idea of having something in me. Yeah, like it's that. not. It's not. The, it's not the injection itself because like, I'm not scared of like that. Yeah. Like I've got loads of tattoos that doesn't bother me at all. It's the uh, moving of like liquid in and out of my veins that feeling. It's because like I had a fucked up the first blood test I had when I was a kid with the 
spine stuff. They, they fucked it up and missed a vein a bunch of times and like I fainted and it was a horrible experience and I was seven. So, you know, that's all it is. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's that feeling of liquid moving in and out of my veins. I had it so many hundreds of times over that period as well. And it's so like bound in with all that like horrible experience, I think, so yeah. See, I woke up and had two tubes about that big. Oh, I've had them in like my arm and stuff, but I've never had them in there. No, That's they were like drainage tubes. From, gross, and mate. Literally went that, in my side and up into my lungs. That would fuck me so up. So I woke up feeling like bane. I was like, and I looked at it and I could see. <laughs> I like, was born liquid. with the tubes. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know when you can see like liquid come out and I'm looking at it going like, I'm, I'm sure that's supposed you, to be in. You said in. that like, you know when. No, I don't know when. You can <laughs> see the liquid coming out of the it's tubes. Just, that's absolutely oh. disgusting. That's it's the smile. point where I'd be like, excuse me, nurse. Can you switch me off? Yeah. <laughs> Would it be possible Honestly. to kill me? Yeah, um, yeah. It's hot, and then but you've got to, you've got to be. It's fine. They go in when you're asleep, but mm. they take them out when you're awake. Oh, oh fuck off! Oh. So yeah, you literally oh, have to raise. I'd literally, you know, the bit where they said like, uh, you know, if we can't, do, do you want to put you in an induced coma? With me, it would be like, okay, so if we do the operation, but when you're coming round, something's a bit gross. I'd be like, yeah, just turn me off, mate. Just, no, well, I woke I'm up done. with a spinal block, so even when, like, when they woke me up. You before you went under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got that fungal nail thing. Is that what he was talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I can't cope with it, mate. And do you know what? I am the healthiest person on this podcast because uh, I haven't had anything wrong with me ever. Yet. Um, yeah. Let's let's run this Palmer. back in twenty years. But I don't. I, do you know? What? I'm fine because I don't get ill. I I never. I, I know never you don't get, get ill yet. No, no, no. I don't. Do, do you know what? You're gonna lose a foot to diabetes. There's gonna well, there's gonna be one time. He's gonna when, lose a foot to a fungal thing. <laughs> you imagine that? Just like yeah. oh mate, I I, I, I did I, see a homeless guy once who had to, he had the top of his shoe cut off there and his big fungally nails were coming out because they'd all like grown mad. Really? You. Could you imagine that conversation? Oh, Freddie, what happened to your foot? Was it was it diabetes? Nah, just sweaty toes, mate. Just, <laughs> like, just didn't gone. pay thirty four pound in the chemist and now look like. <laughs> Yeah. Foot. Yeah, in in retrospect, probably it was a bargain at the time, but yeah. I didn't see it that way. Yeah. Fuck. Right, we are going to get going. Uh, this has been a pleasure. What do you think? Tell us in the comments. See, oh I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to fucking push YouTube and stuff now. Um, do you think the homeless should be euthanized? Right in. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, is there stuff on the NHS that you think we shouldn't pay for? What about cosmetic surgery? What about one in a million surgeries and stuff like that? Let us, uh, let us know. Uh, before we go, is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, either of you, Amanda. I've got one, and I, I spoke to there's there's a guy on, on TikTok. You might know him. Okay. And only because I told like I told him I was like kind of coming here to do this, and he was one of the main people who, when I was going through that shit time, I was watching. Obviously, you was one as well. I've told you that, but he was another one of these fellas whose TikToks, when I had really shit days, was got me through a lot. Okay. And that's that hashtag Fat Lad FM. Fat Lad FM. Yeah. Yes. Type on TikTok then. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's uh, like. I only like video. watching people that can't fit on the screen. No, he's he start. He's, he's the only person who does his TikToks landscape. <laughs> no, honestly, he's a, he takes the piss out of everyone. He's been banned a few times. He's kind of like yourself. He's not bothered. He'll say what he wants and just I'm does not care. Currently going through a TikTok ban at the moment uh, for okay. uploading a joke. Um, a joke about trans people, standard. Um, and it was a little joke that I just wrote the other day. Um, about uh, uh, used to work with somebody who was uh, transgender. Um, one day they just came to the office and said, "From now on, I want to be treated like all the other women." 
So they started paying him less. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the yeah. that's the bit. And um, uh, yeah, bam, seven days. Listen, yeah. if a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man, you can be funny. That's the way I see it. I just think like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's stop it like if you're gonna sit there and take your beard off and attach a vagina oh, do you know like what? let him make a joke I watched just... um, do you know who Mark Normand is you, you know yeah, Mark, yeah. Mark Normand is I watched a stand up special of his the other day and he had a bit that made me fucking howl about a trans person coming up to him after a gig she wasn't happy and she was like you are not funny at all and he went well, you're a man and he said, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought that we were just saying the most offensive things that we could to each other. I thought that's what this game was. She was like, no, you don't understand. Nobody thinks that you're funny. She was like, well, I, I feel funny inside. Yeah. That was a, a really funny bit that neither of you two thought was funny at all. Well, I think it was sorry. the delivery. Yeah. <laughs> th- you fucking I think that was one of them had to be there situations, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I mean, I watched it um, having not seen it live and I thought it was funny, so it was probably my fault. But see, comedy is like, you know, perspective, isn't it? Like, you Subjective. Might yeah, yeah, that's the one, either yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to plug anything, Rob? Holland? Yeah, it's got me YouTube. Uh, I do Rob reviews everything a few times a week. I've got like three of those a week and then an extra one on my Patreon for a pound a month. Any fans of mumble rap will... Any uh, fans of mumble rap get involved? Playboy Carty's a little bitch. Um, Playboy Carty, there's their fans that are really annoyed at me. Playboy Carty? Yeah, he's actually all right. He's not even the worst one, but their fans have been like really fucking angry anyway. I've, so. I've never... Anyway. Uh, yeah, get us on YouTube. Uh, follow us on social media, whatever. Yeah, no. If, you, if you'd like them, you, you'll make the effort to find me if you, you, you got a podcast as well I do yeah like Dan Daniel it's uh, with Danny McLaughlin and Molly McGuinness and Mubs it's dead fun every week like uh, yeah cool thanks for listening uh, we um, are going to get going uh, if you haven't already uh, sign up to the Patreon because there's going to be loads of extra content on there uh, and when the NHS starts uh, charging people for things that are their own fault Freddie's going to need the fucking money got a fucking booper mate <laughs> although I had a look at booper I had a look at booper it's expensive yeah. I think I need to start a podcast because like, if something goes wrong with me again I'm fucked like yeah. my, my operations cost a bomb like do you know what? I need a Patreon. And I mean this. <laughs> Send me money, please. I mean this because I've met you, because I like you. Yeah. I will share a GoFundMe. Do you know someone? <laughs> like, listen. Someone what a hero. Oh, wow. <laughs> Genuinely, someone... I was on a live once and someone offered to pay to send me and my kids to Disneyland, right? Because that was one of my things. Like I made a bucket Swim list. Swimming the dolphin. No, I, it is a bit no. make a wishy, isn't it? No, it definitely. Well, no, but front it was of just, the queue, fast pass. It was just a case. She's of, not got long left, pal. Get her at the front. No, it was just a case of that's the one thing I wanted for me kids. Like my youngest child doesn't speak; she's autistic. Oh, okay. So one of my things was I wanted to hear her speak before like anything happened to me. And like, and I just mentioned, oh, I'd love to take them to this, like see the magic on the face. And someone messaged yeah. me and was like, I'll, I'll pay for her. And I said no. My missus uh, works for Disney. I can hook you up with discount. Nice one. Really? See, it's, not, it's not what you know, but two, you know, nice one. What else was on your bucket list? Sorry, we weren't going to go, but I'm just. What else was on your bucket list? Uh, I wanted to skydive, which I can't because no one will insure me to do it. No one will insure you? Yeah, because obviously, like, if you, if you go to a, any skydiving place, it's like, what's your medical history? Oh, no. Shit. So if as soon as I tell them it's no, and if I don't tell just them, just need to go abroad somewhere where they don't give a fuck. Just go to a country where there's not like as yeah. much like yeah. health and safety and roll the dice. I think it's absolutely mental that they are like no, no, uh, because you might die. And but it's like, more it's a mm. tandem job. Yeah, they still isn't don't it? want people dying. Who wants to, <laughs> what, what fella wants to go up with me? Get to the bottom like oh fucking hell. Oh yeah, and she just can just, you imagine just how grim that is? Having to unclip a corpse <laughs> yeah, from your fucking that. chest. That's like, not. 
Imagine so if you died like at that face as well, like skydive. Like, land like you're meant to like run along a bit when you land, and if they're just dragging in front of you, it's not going to work. Yeah, Sky, skydive. Yeah. Uh, Disney World. Uh, hear your daughter talk. Again, no jokes there. Yeah. Um, oh, real no, life lemon party. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three old men sucking each other's dicks. Yeah. It's the changing rooms, That's my isn't it? bucket list. Uh, what else? Nice. Anything else that was um, on there? Not like me, just like little things to me. So like me and my friends wanted to do certain things. And I did have a, I did actually have it wrote down on list. It, was, it wasn't big major things. They were the major things that to me I wasn't going to get. They were the three that I knew was not going to happen, which is why they were always the top of the list. Cause it, it must be mad, like going places and being like, Matt, the last time I do that. You stop that because you'd never go anywhere. Yeah, I I could sit there and go all the like this is the last place I go. That's how I go and see my auntie. Yeah, you'd never fill up the fridge, would you? No, it just it just it gets <laughs> it gets to a point where you just like there's nights where I used to have chest pains and I think oh my I'm not gonna wake up in the morning. Yeah, and then my eldest got that gravel axe that needs eating and that'll never get. <laughs> but I had a massive thing of like my kids gonna find me. I never wanted my kids to go to bed because I've got two kids. One's ten. Well, she's eleven now, so one's eleven and one's five. And it was a case of if my 11-year-old found me. Do you know what? I used that to, was the worst thing I had. I used to have a similar thing about how I was paranoid about like having a heart attack whilst masturbating. Very similar thing. Because that was how yeah, I... Yeah, do you know what's so relatable? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I never get me vibrators out anymore. Just being like, fuck, this is a good one. And my yeah, stress but, goes Yeah, but if that's how they found you, just with like a fucking rabbit shoved you know up your back. Do you know where my things come from as well? What? Taylor's Toys. Taylor's Toys sponsors... Send me, me a PR box. Of the... Uh, did, did he send you? I a, got one as well, but we got different things. What, like a, a death yeah. box? Like yeah. a, a death. It was like death you know, sex toys. Because people started following me a bit because of like my story, and he yeah. was like, "Can you just like plug?" I went, "Why would the dying bird plug the vibrator?" So what did they send you? Uh, I got this purple one thing, which was absolutely fucking amazing. Purple one. Yeah, I got bondage tape, which you know you got. I, I got never got a book plug there when I'm a little bit human. So when Scott watches this, like sort that one. Um, okay. I, I got. Do you like a bit of bomb fun? Yeah. I think okay. you should have oh, to pay I mean, for your own gonna watch this. bomb <laughs> tools. You are? I think you should have to pay for your own bomb tools. It's your but own fault that you're Listen, it's, not, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not the NHS paying yeah. for it, it's Scott, so you can pay for it. Yeah, so, yeah. The, the, the butt plug, yeah. Yeah, I never got one of them. I got like lubes and stuff, and I got a penguin. Oh my God, right. Can <sighs> you just appreciate the penguin for a minute? Because they it's one of the best toys I've ever had in my life. Really? Really. Oh, right. I thought it meant like a little. No, it's literally, it looks like a penguin. It looks like a penguin and it even wears a bow tie. Like, if that... Sorry about it, so you Do you know how many blokes don't even bother putting a bow tie on for you, me? <laughs> yeah, because if you put on a bow tie, no one's going to fuck you. No, if you wear Not it right, happening. if you wear it right, they will. Can you imagine? You look like the naughty professor. Like, there's no way to wear a bow tie and not look like a virgin. If you're eight stone piss wet through and you've got a bow tie on, you're not looking like naughty professor, are you? Let's be honest. So, so it's, it's shaped like a penguin. It's it like round. Looks it's like, like a round, penguin. It goes in, and then the top of it's got like a bit like a head. So it and looks like you... a snowman from the back, but it looks like a penguin. Oh right! So it's not. It's not properly penguin features. No, and but it hasn't got Danny wings. Danny DeVito in a Batman <laughs> film. <laughs> it kind of does, yeah. It, it, hasn't got, it hasn't got wings. <laughs> now. Gonna go up. <laughs> I will send you. A picture I'm of gonna it. give a dying woman some pleasure. See. <laughs> I will send you a picture of it when I get home, I promise you. Yes, yeah, please do. That's not wings, though. Um, no, that's got a bow tie. Cool. Shout out to Taylor's Toys, the penguins, and butt plugs and things. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.